Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. It is the Monday after an amazing race at the uh, Indy Supercross. Here with uh, the recently returned to action Alex Ray, Chase Curtis, Michael Antonovich on the phone. Anton's home race at uh, Indianapolis had his wife and kid there. Not, not his home race, but his secondary home race, I would say. Okay. Crushed yeah. the content, dude. Yeah, he did. He did. He did good. Yeah. So congratulations on that, Anton, and job well done. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, this was a fun one. I mean, Indy Supercross, that's the first one I ever worked for you, you know, back in 09. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, so it was fun to go back and do it uh, this weekend with them and see so many people and do a sold-out crowd that stayed way after the checkered flag and they were into it, you know, mm-hmm. to see a standing, like everybody on their feet. The last two laps of that 450 main event was great. Dude, um, that was, that on, really drove it up. I was almost on my feet in the hotel. Dude, dude I, even I, Sam and I were like, cause I was unfortunately watching the main event. Stand. Yeah. Yes. But even Sam's like, ah! <laughs> like, yeah, she's so into it. Oh, it's crazy. But, um, dude, the fans, there was yeah. so many people there, man. Like, I walked out of the semi once and like I started like I signed, you know, a few of my posters. Before you knew it, I had a line. Like a long line. Ran out of posters. So like yeah, I'm oh, out of we need yeah. to order more. Oh yeah, we we need to order more because I'm out of posters. Oh. Dude, the fans at India are always amazing, I feel like. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the East Coast rounds, there's something about it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh and yeah, like those last few laps of the 450 main event, like people, you, I couldn't even hear myself think. Yeah. Mm. Between was, the race yeah. and just the hearing the crowd on the TV, I had like chills yeah. watching it. It was pretty yeah. cool. Dude, when, uh, <laughs> so, so I was in a hotel in Corona down the street from my house Saturday night because Sam, Sketchy? or not Sam, <laughs> Megan, you know, her 25th birthday is this Thursday mm-hmm. and she's all dead. Can I use the house? So for what? Because I want to throw a rager. I'm all, oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah, heck yeah. So like it's pretty funny. Like we're the we're the uh we're the bad influenced parents, I guess. So, like, <laughs> Eileen goes to Bevmo and buys this big old Jose Cuervo. Oh nice. Yeah, and yeah. I went to the, the the Asian market and bought a bunch of sojus and but we left and we went and got a hotel down the street. So I'm watching the race on my phone and we're laying in bed and it's getting good and getting good and I'm like, oh man, oh man. And then when Kenny wins, I'm all, yeah, <laughs> and I actually hit Eileen in the shoulder. <laughs> She's all, what the fuck? Oh, that's funny. But, uh, what a race, though, man. Anton, that would have been, must have been awesome to be there for that. Yeah, I mean, it was the whole day was just unbelievable uh, going into the weekend because, you know, we go into Indy knowing, like, this is when things really start to get exciting because that track is so technical. When I started seeing clips from Friday morning press day, I was like, wow, we are in for just a bear of a track mm-hmm. and then to see it, you know, through all of that and all weekend, just knowing like, this is going to be a test of everybody's everything for, you know, 20 minutes. And how bad is this going to get? And really props to dirt works because it didn't get as bad as I thought it would. They really kept it coming the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then just all of that excitement that build up into the day, you have it come down to the three guys that have 
really got a lot of history against each other. Three really good aggressive racers, mm-hmm. and they're just running it in there all the way through. And then Kenny winning like that. Uh, like I said at the start, those people stayed until way after the checkered flag. I don't think they stay if it's not Ken winning like that. Mm-hmm. And just to hear just how into it they were for him to to get that win after watching him win three in 2021. I mean, that was a good one. I'll, I'll I'm watching it again right now. I'm watching video that a fan shot of the whole 450 main event mm-hmm. from the stands. You see so much, and and watching how much the guys move. A Ray can talk about this more, but just that long rhythm line after they go over the start straightaway. One lap they're all the way to the left. One lap they're all the way to the right. Then they're in the middle, and you see the ruts break in. Just that had all the pieces of just an epic night. Yeah, I mean, dude, uh, the track was gnarly. Um, it looked even gnarlier, I guess, like in the main event. Yes, the the track could did their best. Like they got every chance. They could. They were on the track to fix it, and um, man, it was still it was still tough. It was still tough with that. Um, yeah, like Anton was saying, that rhythm section after the after the start straight, it was gnarly. And Anton, I don't know if you've seen me in practice, dude. I almost went over the bars in that last three into the corner, um, dude. Oh I, yeah, no. I, there's a photo that I have that I'm I'm gonna caption and kickstart. Like, if you could hear this, this is what 9,000 RPM sound like because you're <laughs> up off the feet and it's just full tilt on the throttle. And I was just like, oh my god, dude. Uh, and dude, that last qualifying practice, I almost just pulled off the track. Because I was like, I do not need to be out of here. Yeah. My well, gr- when you posted that picture on press day of the finish line jump, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, damn it. I was like going to text you like, do you really need to race yeah. like, with your thumb and everything? So like my thumb felt, it was it was okay, right? You had a situation at the test track, though, a couple of days before. Oh, right? uh, yeah. And it, it, I still have double-sided <laughs> tape on my ass, by the way. <laughs> Wait, what? I, dude, no, Chase was there. I forgot, underwear. Cha- dude, I forgot Chase was there. Chase was there. Oh, my God. Okay, so I got my my practice bike all prepped up, right? New yeah. seat cover, everything, because I had a very very tall seat on my practice bike. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so I I sw- switched it back to standard, and I had a brand new seat cover on there, and I had a pair of underwear just in case, like in my van that I keep in there at all times, right? I wore like some shorts to the track with like le- like the inners in there, so yeah. I put those underwear on. I didn't know they were as blown out as they were, <laughs> and dude. I'm like that seat I, was grippy, looking dude. The too. seat was like, dude, my ass was like a cheese grater on that thing. Oh, and I had the gnarliest monkey butt ever, like a strawberry, like this big around, and it just got worse and worse and worse throughout the weekend, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was it was terrible. But now I have like double sided tape like stuck on my butt, so now it, it was fine for Saturday. We figured it out, but yeah, it was tough. Wait, why is there double sided tape on your butt? So so it it, it actually works whenever you have monkey butt. Um, you tape it, you put it over oh. the, over the strawberry or whatever it's called. Yeah. And the double sided tape, it'll stick to your body and then it'll stick to the underwear. So there's no, no, fr- no friction, <laughs> Yeah, no <laughs> friction. So it actually works out better. We do it in the desert. Yeah. What? Yeah. I line my like long rides. I used to line my butt crack to my ball sack just so I don't get like gnarly chafing. Oh my God. I thought you meant like you double sided tape between your butt cheeks. No, <laughs> no, no, that, that, that would, I don't know what that would be like. No, but okay. So you had to do that so that it didn't get worse at the race. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. it, I was struggling. Well, I didn't have it for press day and I'm like, dude, it's getting worse. Like, what am I going to do for tomorrow? Like my ass hurts worse than my thumb, you know? Cause <laughs> it's like, it's burning, you know, but, uh, but no, like Eric. that was all fine. But but I, the track was gnarly, right? 
I probably shouldn't have came back to a gnarly track like Indy. Um, I had high expectations for myself. Yes, I was kind of like, eh, like, don't pick me on Pulpamax Fantasy or anything like that. But at the same time, I was like, I can ride my motorcycle good enough to maybe possibly make something happen to make the main. Um, I tried skimming the whoops in, in, uh, in the heat race, mm -hmm. and my I, I just didn't have grip strength, right? Because it's like it was tough for me to like grab a hold to the to the bars. Um, and yeah, I mean, my front end, like I, uh, not my front end, my, my, uh, front end dropped and then my hand just came off the bars and in, in, in the heat race. And cause I, that was the only time I tried to skim. I went back to double, double, double through the whoops. Mm -hmm. I went back to that and I even got sketchy doing that. I almost hit Anton <coughs> in the LCQ. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, I'm glad that you remembered that because you bunny hopped right over that tough block, and I was like, "Wow, good for you, Ray." I saw yeah. my life flash before my eyes there. <laughs> no, I was I was definitely pissed off at at how the the night ended um, in that LCQ because I don't know I blew the start. I, I got a great start in the heat race. Didn't make all anything that start happen. practice we did. Okay, I got a great start in the heat race, and yeah. I, I'm I'm living Dude. off of that right now. Okay, I, so, so I went up a tooth race. in the, in the sp on my sprocket. I went up a tooth. Up a tooth. Yeah, I went okay. up a tooth. We usually go up a tooth for Indy uh, mm -hmm. just because it's like a, a smaller floor. The track's like it's super tacky and everything. It might bog the bike down a little bit. Mm -hmm. So we went up a tooth and I, I might keep it there. I might keep it there. I think you should for the start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so like in the heat, I mean, you were close, dude. Yeah, that, that's that's where I was at. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm cruising around in 11th right now. I'm like, and before the LCQ, I'm like, all right, I want to make something happen. I want to get a good start. Maybe, maybe I can make the made tonight. And then I got cross rutted a little bit over the triple. Um, almost, almost got together with the guy in the air, um, and he he must have been pissed off at that. But I mean, it's like, dude, the track's gnarly right now. I mean, mm -hmm. people are kind of going everywhere. And then yeah, he just cleans me out in the next turn. Oh, mm. cleans me out. I was so pissed off. I was so pissed off. I crashed twice. I still caught him. <laughs> really? And I was revving the shit out of my bike. Oh my god, dude. I. I seen I was seeing red a little bit. Who was it? Let's give him the kook of the day one. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy, but like, I'm gonna remember that. Yeah. Yeah. What did I text you? Uh, I said, "Wow, hey Ray, almost makes out of the heat." Yeah. But then twelfth in the LCQ or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I was worse in the LCQ than yeah. I was. Yeah. Well, so like my bars were twi twisted up, and then I'm going around trying to like get used to it or whatever, and then I end up falling over again because my bars were all twisted mm. um but yeah i mean it was just it was unfortunate unfortunate night i, I like i said i i explained this a little bit like once it gets like in your head i feel like it's same thing with sexton like i'm stringing together a lot of these shitty moments i just need to break out of it and i don't i don't know what i need to do to break out of it and just have like a solid night but that's what i need and it's just super hard to do mm-hmm you know, like maybe it's like I, I like Sexton. You know he's thinking about it. Don't crash! Don't crash! Don't crash! And then something mm -hmm. just super dumb. I mean, he's the fastest guy on a Saturday night, mm -hmm. but he just these things keep happening, and and it's happening to me too. And I and I and on a way smaller level, like I'm just trying to make the main. He's just trying. He's trying to win. Yeah, the main event. So I feel like it's kind of the same mentality, and I don't know what what to do mentally to break out of that mm -hmm. leave sam at home yeah well <laughs> is that a thing you think it might be is i don't know she was at detroit last year and i made the main so yeah uh, was she was she there when you made the main this year 
Yeah. I San, thought she was. San, San Diego? No. I thought you only made one way? Yeah. Oh. No, she wasn't <clears throat> at San Diego. <clears throat> I don't know, man. She's making it a lot easier on me. <laughs> I like it when she's there. It's nice. Mm. It's nice. Hey, uh, Michael. Okay, yeah. so <clears throat> I know Indy's always soft, right? It's it's re- it's known for its rutted track and the the surface that breaks down. Why is that? It's a, it's a dome. Is the is the dirt out in the rain and the snow all winter or something? Or so that's what I was trying to figure out because I was told that they only got it in on Tuesday, and then the weather here has been like typical Midwest weather lately. Like yeah, we've had some rain, but it's not been this unbelievable amount of rain, and it's mm-hmm. not been really all that cold. Uh, like Monday here in Monday in Indianapolis was in the seventies. And huh. so if that dirt was outside, it's not like it got rained on right then. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's just where it's stored or something, but then it does have that just overall soft feeling all the time. Like even when you go look at it, the stuff that's built up on the side of the track, that's like a little bit crumblier and dry. Mm-hmm. It still has that same, just never sticks together texture it just doesn't pack in now there's other places like where they keep driving the heavy equipment that does pack in but uh they they do water it so it's not like they just brought in the soft wet mess and then they didn't touch it again like it does get tuned up through the weekend Mm -hmm. but i think that's just that like gumbo that like wabash county wabash river style like indiana soil so i talked Um, to i talked to the dirtworks crew a little bit about the dirt um they said a couple years ago they did get it sifted or what whatever what's that word term for it yeah sifted when they when they run it through like yeah so they got they got all the because that's been like yeah yeah so that's been some shitty dirt in the past yes yes but it's it's always been soft he said it's either like sometimes it either comes in um frozen right like mm. you know from like just like how cold it is up there or it depends on if it's like a wet month mm. right like i mean it, and he said we did have like a wet winter i guess um up there in indy um with the dirt and then uh and then two you gotta you gotta factor in sometimes monster jam is before us mm-hmm. so they'll have the dirt inside the stadium sometimes to sort of pack it down but I don't think they had that this week, so um, they didn't. No, yeah. So sometimes that but that's they will uh, for Detroit. Okay, yeah. Sometimes oh. it's factored in. So yeah, I mean, let's look for Detroit to be a little bit more hard packed in, right? Yeah, hmm. yeah. You know, I think this wasn't the worst that it's been. Like there've definitely been some years where Indy twenty sixteen was bad. bad, bad, bad. Like where it was frozen, and and Don Toronto two thousand nine that first race you and I went to together, where you would step on it and mm-hmm. like. If you stepped in one spot, it would make your other foot go up. Um, Jeez. It yeah, wasn't that some... bad, but it was soft. Like, even just walking in on Friday, you're like, wow, man, this is just going to break down terribly. And and again, though, I have to give Dirtworks a lot of props because as bad as I thought it was going to get, uh, it getting to cure in a little bit overnight in a heated dome on Friday night, and then how much they tuned it up every single chance that they got to hit the key sections. Mm-hmm. It, it stayed really, really good. The whoops got bombed out like they always did, um, but... It looked even in A-Ray, you could say this, did it seem like the jumps just kept getting knocked down? Like every session they would just become less peaky and less peaky because of how much they would just have to be smoothed out? Uh, in some areas, yes. Other areas, no. Um, so at press day, like everything was super steep. And we told them, like, hey, guys, like you guys got to flatten this stuff out. Because what happens is when each bike hits the hits the 
I guess the jump mm-hmm. and it's super soft like that. Every time you create a rut, the jump gets steeper. It gets yeah. steeper and steeper and steeper to where it starts to become like a kicker. It's like a yep. wall, right? So they they worked on the track um, after press and they that was a three five three before the finish line. Mm-hmm. They kind of made it like a little like skimmer deal. They made that a little bit smaller and added some dirt to the face of the finish line and the triple. Um, but like the the rhythm section like that you went into off the start, that whole section was super steep, you know? Um, and then I think the section after that, the double or the double, triple, double, they were going in the main or it was triple, triple, single. That sort of stayed the same the whole night. Um, but yeah, the track was tricky. Track you think they were trying tricky. to steepen stuff up to make the lap times a little longer? Or no, no, I don't think so because you really couldn't at that, that, um, that type of dirt right because mm-hmm. it would just get super super sketchy like mm. i mean that um even in the heat race there was a lot of crashes a lot of endos you know a lot of people going down and stuff like i mean hell we even had a red flag larry reyes again dude yeah is he okay has anyone got any I, updates I on him i heard an update but i know that's the second red flag he's caused this year i guess so that's not good yeah no that's not good but yeah no i i didn't really see much uh of a laid down track the uh, the heat race honestly it felt sort of the same as the the last practice. Mm. Anton, okay, did they push the schedule out quite a bit? Because from the TV it looked like, especially qualifying, they were doing a lot more track work in between sessions than normal. Uh, it felt like they did, like, but I mean, it might have only been two or three minutes off. Mm. But they they did a very good job of keeping it on schedule, yeah, um, as much as they could, because like almost. Trying to get videos done, like the raw videos. Indie's cool because, you know, you see a lot of people, but those are the same people that want to talk when you need to run back to the computer. So I was a little delayed at one point. But uh, everything stayed pretty on schedule, which was good and bad for me. A-Ray, so then back to the track thing. That double on Friday, the double before the triple that was out of that uh, left-hand corner, Mm -hmm. that thing looked to be pretty tough to get over for you guys on Friday and then Saturday, everybody figured it out. And, and it and was way saying, more like, rutted. It was way more, way more rutted on Friday than it was on Saturday. Yeah. That thing just, that little double and how much that it set up everybody going up the face of that triple because you would land a little cockeyed or off power. I, I mean, I was surprised to see how many factory guys case that standard size triple on Friday during press day, just trying to get it down because of hitting that uh, run it up face yeah so th- those doubles before those triples right out of those 90 degree turns sometimes those are the hardest jumps on the track i i cannot express how hard those things are especially coming out of a flat 90 degree turn whether there's ruts whether it's hard packed or or what um especially coming off of a step on step off um it's just it's just tough man like you you come off like a step on step off say if you were going to on off mm-hmm. You know, and you you clip that double, so you kind of like offset a little bit, and then you have to like pivot, hit a ninety degree turn, pick which rut where you're going to hit, and then like jump the jump. Uh, it's it's tough. Those those doubles out of those ninety degree turns are very very sketchy sometimes. Dude, when you <clears throat> are coming to a jump face, and it looks just like <clears throat> rutted, rutted. <laughs> a fork went through it, right? All right, let's let's have the A ray riding tip of the week. Wait. Seriously, like when we're at Paris or something, and there's like kind of a little rut on the 90, I go the other way. Yeah. (laughs) You know? But when you have to choose a rut, what's the key to staying in the rut? Like just not look at it? or Yeah, I mean pretty much. Like not look at it. Um, 
And if you come out of the corner, you just kind of got to like think like you just got to hope that your both wheels are in the same rut and you just got to go for it. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's kind of what you got to do. You got to look ahead and you can't look straight down at your front fender because that's whenever you like make mistakes. You got to look a little bit more forward ahead and then, yeah, you just got to be super patient and super neutral on the bike and, and not not um, shift your weight left or right because that's whenever it, it'll, it'll pull mm-hmm. you left. It'll pull you light and then you'll cross jump and land off the track. So are you squeezing more with your legs and, and boots or uh less? yeah yeah i mean i would say more mm-hmm. i would say more and then sometimes like you'll come out you'll hit a rut and you'll do like the let's see the the section before the finish line right it was at three three yeah um the ruts in the middle and the right side were a lot deeper than the far far left so what i was doing i was squaring that turn up all the way like all the way and hitting it on the left side where it was the the ruts were there were still there but they were less sh- they were more shallow right mm-hmm. um so i would seat bounce three in and then sometimes like whenever you're in the air you can tell with your bike that you're i guess in between ruts and sometimes you can turn your bars like each way to sort of shift the bike yeah like left or right and then yeah you're i mean you're gripping with your knees and then you just want to just make sure that you're in a rut and then once you're in the rut, you sort of need to just look at the landing. Okay, now some of the landings were rutted, mm-hmm. right? What if you're like in the air and you're landing and you're like, I'm not going to land perfectly in that rut. What, are you hold wide open? <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, if you land wide open and there's like a couple like on the downside, there's, it's not that big of a deal. Because mm-hmm. sometimes like whenever you land your your weight of it, it'll just sort of just go. Right, lastly, on the A-Raid tips they mentioned i think in qualifying riders like using the clutch maybe in the lips if there's kickers and stuff Mm -hmm. so you're literally like popping the clutch off the lip oh yeah a lot of us are yeah no because because the reason reason why we do that is say a normal track Mm -hmm. we're gaining all of our momentum before the rhythm or before the jump and we're letting off and flowing through it Mm -hmm. but some say if we did that on a jump with a lot of ruts and you, and you hit the rut and your foot pegs drag, you're just loses all your momentum. You're going to case the jump. You're going to endo. You're going to die everything. Right. So whenever you hit the jump, you want to like through it just in case like your, your foot pegs drag up the face, which Mm -hmm. makes a rut worse too. It does make a rut worse, but Hmm. saves your life. Okay. What do you guys think? Kenny gets his first win. Also, he got the whole shot right. Mm-hmm. Yep. But did the track play into his favor? Dude, I I mean, hundred percent. Yes, yes. Yeah. He was good there in 2016. Yes, Dungey beat him. I think in 2016. But like, it was super gnarly. It was super rutted. Kenny like is very very good in those ruts. And I honestly thought, I personally didn't think that he was going to win. I personally thought that he wasn't going to get a win. Yeah. You know, this Supercross season, I was one of the ones who says, ah. I don't think he gets a win, but he pulled it off. And he he rode great the whole time. I thought there in a little bit, I was getting nervous that Barsha was going to get by him because mm-hmm. Barsha's riding amazing too, right? Um, Even that Webb, Webb at some point looked like he maybe was going to get both I thought I thought that Webb mm-hmm. and Tomac were going to be, it was just going to be a Webb-Tomac show just because we know how gnarly the track gets and we know how, like, whenever the track gets beat up, nasty, mm-hmm. dirty, just rough, right? Yeah. Those two always excel. They they always like step up 
they're always yeah. like a step above, right? So and if Eli's gelling with the the track conditions, he can rip through the pack. Exactly. Up, you know? Yeah, but I I didn't see that from him. I didn't see that from from Cooper either. It just seemed like like they were sort of. I mean, Eli he he had an off night, but Coop it just seemed like okay, like he made that mistake in the heat race. He wanted to calm down. He knew big picture, big picture, big yeah. picture, mm-hmm. and I think. Um, I think that's exactly what he did. So, I mean, he, he still landed up on the box, which was good, and he's got the points lead now. But, dude, Barsha and and Kenny kind of kind of stole the show there on yeah. Saturday. It's funny. When we when you take a step back and you look at the whole the weekend or the event as a whole, it's weird how many little things, like, add up to Kenny's win. Like, yeah. even, I think, it was either press day or early, early in the morning on Saturday, the 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 TV crew did an interview with him about, hey, you could you could grab this win tonight and you'll be one of the few riders to have four wins in Indy. Like just little things all day. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Even that and then uh, in Anton's news break, mm-hmm. he got him and they were talking about that giant jump he did with Behrman. Yeah. And it was kind of funny because he said, I needed that, right? Yeah. Anton, so it seemed like uh, he needed a little bit of fun to kind of reset yeah. himself. I think that and I think just to get out of your head, like – yo, just stop being so complex over this. Go find something else to go do and get scared. Like Kenny saying that they need that fear every now and then. I mean, I don't think you're going to get any more fearful than getting towed over that jump by Tyler. <laughs> but, so, uh, big. so big. And like, but that's the thing, dude, remember back when Ken got on RCH and there was that really great winter out in California where yep. everybody got to go free riding in the hills. And mm-hmm. remember how good he did. Like, yeah. he's got to get back to that and keep the fun of it. Um, and I think that, you know, being around that team and all the work that they've done, uh, talking to Shane and Kyle at the end of the night and talking to pipes a little bit too, they know that they have a big challenge, but it's not like they have the pressure of corporate doing this challenge. This is all amongst themselves to try to make that bike better. Um, yeah. I think that, that everything is just kind of clicking in the right way right now. And I agree with chase, you know, all these little things really set up for Ken to do well on Saturday, that kind of track where it takes precision, which Ken has all the way across the board mm-hmm. and to do it for as long as he did. I mean, that took a lot out of him. He was drenched when yeah. he got off the bike. Like he's a heavy sweater already, but it looked like somebody hit him with a fire hose when he yeah. pulled his helmet off. Um, he told Sewell's that his plan was just to ride within his limits that whole time. And I mean, that's exactly what he did. And it, it paid off because Justin's, really wild riding style for whatever reason works at Indy. He always does pretty good at that one. Um, Dude, him through the whoops, it looks like he set up through the whoops and took both his knees and went as far out as possible and just let the bike do whatever. Yeah, Yeah. he makes it work though, right? It was was so nutty to watch. I noticed that. And then he never went through that main line in the middle. No, No. he was always going right right, 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 Uh But then (laughs) Kenny stayed in that gnarly rut the whole time. Yeah. Kenny stayed like to his lines. And even when he does make that last little mistake uh, there towards the end where they do the on off, you know, like Barsha of two years ago would have just ghost rode his bike into him. Oh, yeah. you know, Cause there's just like that little second where you're like, Oh my God, this could be the whole race. So I just rewatched the race again. And like, I think we all agree that maybe seven minutes to go in that main event, we're just waiting for Cooper to pounce because if Barsha and Ken want to dice it up with each other. He's going to be the one Cooper would have been the one to benefit from all of that. You know, if they would have even mm-hmm. held up just for a second and especially in lap traffic, Cooper could have pounced and got two for one. So I'm watching the race over again. There's only a few minutes left. They get up to Hill and Sexton who are battling for position. The blue flags are out. 
Chase like looks up and totally yields. So he lets yeah. all of those guys go by. And that's really cool of Chase because he totally could have boned up Cooper's race mm-hmm. right then and right there and, and scored a lot of points. Uh, it looks like Hill kind of slows Cooper up a bit. And that's what allowed Ken and Justin to get so far ahead because that could have been a lot different last two laps, even just with all of those guys going all out because that allowed such a gap to develop between those two. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what Coop's thinking when he when he laps Sexton. That's got to be insane, dude. That's probably like no visor. I was talking. To, <laughs> I was talking to Coop before that heat race. Yeah, he's in a good mindset, man. And that heat race was rough. Yeah, but I mean, he is in a good mindset. <laughs> That's good. Like yeah. when, whenever you talk to him, it's like yeah, because like we were shooting the shit a little bit like uh, in the tunnel. And I was like, I said, hey man, I got some money on you tonight to to win. In my moto booking. Yeah, money. my <laughs> moto booking money. Yeah, no, I do. He says. He says, yeah, I've seen that. I was like, are we allowed to bet on ourselves? I said, fuck, I might be able to make me some damn money with that. <laughs> but uh, he, he made a, he said something, you know, that, that really stuck with me. Because, dude, Coop, he's, he's got some fire in him. He's got some demons, like, mm-hmm. deep. He just tells me. He looks at me. He's like, it's hard to beat somebody that doesn't fucking quit. Oh. Hmm. I'm like, holy shit! Like, dude, you're fucking right. And, and dude, it's it's still sticking with me. I'm like, dude, this guy. I mean, he did everything he had to do. He's got the red points. I mean, he's got the red plate. He's got the points lead. He's at Indy. I mean, you can't draw it up any better than this, right? Yeah. I mean, what do we have left? Nine races. We're halfway through the season, and I feel like we're starting to get to the races that he excels at yeah we're on the east coast uh i think that he's better in football stadiums i think that that uh yeah i mean he's right where he wants to be mm-hmm. yeah that was the happiest hey, i've ever seen him for being third yeah i mean i'm wearing i'm on the web wagon dude i'm wearing the cw2 hat right now baby that's why i did i was like dude my man's on one right now he wasn't that happy until he found out he had the red plate. <laughs> really? <laughs> For a second. Yeah. Um, so, A-Ray, like you said, you know, we're nine rounds in, and you start looking at what's going on. I don't know how you guys feel, but it doesn't feel like we're at the halfway point of this thing. Like, it feels like we're still in that first third of it of, like, oh, my gosh, what could happen because the racing has been so good? And I think because, like, we still have Arizona coming up, and usually that's so early in the schedule. There's a lot of really – unique races and big shifts in the schedule coming like Detroit will be this weekend and then Seattle. And those are two completely different tracks mm-hmm. and then triple crown at Arlington. And then you go to the speedway mm-hmm. and then you have Nashville and New Jersey. Like there's a lot of, of elements that could happen in these next few weeks where everybody's kind of got to benefit at least chase and EY and Cooper do. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, we may have, we may have just seen two more players get added. I mean, Barsha was the fastest guy at Daytona too. And he sure as hell looked great. This weekend, obviously. So, I mean, who knows? If those guys are up there battling inside the top five, even like, dude, make yeah. it interesting. Yeah, totally. Now, I want I want to ask you guys this, and I want to ask Anton. Um, I know Anderson; he's been riding well, but he hasn't been the Anderson that we thought he was going to be preseason, right? Do we think like with seeing Barsha these last two weeks being really, really good, right? Mm-hmm. Daytona, he was fourth. He probably should have been third, right, with yeah. the with the circumstances that happened. Do we sort of see Barsha surpass Anderson a little bit in this in the series? I think Jason's hurt. Yeah, or I think something. I mm-hmm. think there's a couple things that maybe 
maybe they're not holding Jason back now, but they surely were at the beginning part of the season. Mm. But, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to see their results because for some reason, I feel like Barsha has been finishing ahead of Jason. Like just maybe at the yeah. even door at the beginning, you know, of the coming off last year when he wins all those races, right? Seven races last year. And then it's nine races in and he hasn't won yet. Mm-hmm. Does it start to fuck with his confidence? I, I don't think anyone, I mean, you could, you could say no, but I don't think that's true. I think yeah. anyone, it would mess with their confidence. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So what do you guys think if there was one more lap in that race? Could the finish have been different? Whew. Yeah, I mean, Barsha was. Kind of- I, I mean, I mean, you. I think you can make a case for both, both of them, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I think uh, Kenny made that mistake on the last lap too. Yeah, yeah. You, we don't know how winded Kenny was. Uh, we know that Barsha is just an endless <laughs> amount of energy. Um, you know, I mean, not trying to take anything away from Roxon because he rode amazing. He won the race. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it coming down to the wire. I think if Barsha had one more lap, I think he would have. He would have forced the issue. Mm-hmm. You know well, what I mean? On lap times, did Barsha get faster as the race wore on? Or did Kenny slow down? Ooh. I don't know. I need to look at the lap chart. I think Kenny stayed the same like the whole time. Yeah. But the issue is, like, with with what uh, Kenny had to deal with, is, like, do the lappers. And mm-hmm. and they were going sort of everywhere, right? Because, you know, the... You the, can't help it. Yeah, yeah, you can't help it. They're doubling through the rhythm. But sometimes, like, they're on the edge of the track, maybe the uh the edges of the track are a little bit newer and fresher you know throughout the the main event and and that's where some of these guys were trying to go and 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 yeah i mean i mean where do you go on a track like that like yeah. what do you do you know it, it's it's a tough deal like i think lavers did play a little bit of a factor in it um but uh yeah i mean not trying to take anything away from from kenny because dude he won the race he, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i said he rode incredible mm-hmm but I think with that one more lap, I think I think Barsha may have pressed that issue. Hey, Michael. So, uh, you know, obviously I was in the press conference, right? And I don't do a lot yeah. of Zoom things. And I've always heard just wave if you want to ask a question. So I'm like waving in my camera, <laughs> waving and waving and waving. And they're not calling me. I'm like, fuck. So then I DM Sean Brennan a waving hand. And I'm like, maybe that's how you do it. <laughs> I don't know. You have to press... Reactions. reactions and then but by that time i figured it out it was a 250 press conference and i didn't care yeah you know yeah but i wanted to ask kenny i was like because all the good questions got asked that i yeah. had yeah so then i'm like curious i'm like did you make Sewell's take that kickstarter off for the podium or did he have one in his fanny pack like prepared ahead of time <laughs> for the podium yeah so i i uh i listened to the review pod apparently uh the pulpit max review pod um apparently it's been in the bag the whole year Really? Oh, really? Yeah. For him to get up there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, obviously, the rumor when Kenny signed with uh, Suzuki was, you know, because Suzuki's been cutting back and cutting back. It was like, how did they afford to do this? And it was like, what I had heard was like this giant bonus program, right? Mm-hmm. I want to know what his win bonus was for winning this. Is it more than a traditional win bonus with a factory? I wonder if it's more than the Honda money. Uh, I mean, I would say it's still a hundred grand to win, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I just think that, that Suzuki stepped up and, and Did that? yeah, I think, yeah. I, I don't think that the bonus money is maybe coming from, from the pipes group. I think that the, the money's coming from, you know, Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that, that's what I had heard preseason, like Suzuki stepped up and was going to pay his bonus program. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just want to add one thing to like, to, to Kenny, uh, winning, right? Like 
This says a lot for the the pipes group, right? Like uh, the pipes motorsports group, you know, Twisted T, Progressive, all of that. You know, they've came so far from. I forgot what their first year was, 2018. I think they had Henry Miller, Cunningham, and and someone else. Lafontaine on Lafontaine on on a 250, right? And Dustin. And Dustin, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Dustin being you know team manager, team owner, and then and then also riding as well. Yeah. Um, you know, coming from that, slowly progressing each year, you know, making the right steps. I mean, hell, I even rode for him, um, you know, in 19, Meaches and Seven Deuce Deuce, like just the progression of the team and the sacrifices they were willing to make this year for Kenny, to make him happy. Because how mm-hmm. many how many suspension guys did he go through? <laughs> yeah. You know, and like that just says a lot. Um, you know, a lot of people said that they couldn't do it. Um and yeah, I mean, they just pretty much proved him wrong. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I'm I'm with you 100, Ray. Just because, I mean, for all of it, that that's what we need for everything right now. An independent team to get a win and show that you don't have to have the best of everything in these massive resources of the factory teams. Like that's good. It's always going to be there, but you need that element to show other people this isn't just the elite that can only win at this thing because that this is completely different than other forms of motorsport where. Only those guys can do it. And uh, so psyched for Dustin. Dude, I'm so pumped for Sewell's too because that's his first win. And, I mean, the effort that these guys have put in. Ken said it. I I just cut together the how was your weekend reel for um, the teaser. Mm -hmm. And everything I asked all those guys, because you could see it on the social media for all of HEP sponsors, is how pumped they are. First win for the team. It's the first win for, like, the graphics company. It's the first win for this. Wow. Everybody's excited about it. You know, that – that doesn't happen often. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Souls has a um, a replica of Tickle's bike. I think it was either Tickle's or Pike's bike. I forgot which one it was, but he got a podium. So he has like a replica in his house. Like it's like the actual bike, except for I think it has a stock engine. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he takes this bike and he makes or he has like a replica made for him, like you know, to keep as at his house. That'd be cool. You know what he could do is just do get different graphics on each side because it's the same bike. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's stoked, man. He's you know the, I'm the so whole team. Psyched for yeah, him. yeah. The... I'm so psyched for dude. If you watch the How Was Your Weekend, even they're waiting for Ken to come back in the trailer, and then he comes in and there's all these cheers and stuff, and then a party popper full of confetti goes off in the background. <laughs> the amount of twisted teas yeah, that were probably drank oh on Saturday. My oh my Souls Island. We're not going to see Souls until Detroit. Like he's yeah. he's gonna he's, he's gonna be on the there. island until then. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting in a stadium, empty, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So Anton, twisted teas. I was shocked to see uh, that you got Barsha for how was your weekend, and then it looks like where were you? In the truck. In the gas gas truck. Yeah. Nice. So he was uh, obviously in a good mood and a comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, really excited, you know, and I think, too, like, all of those dudes were just happy to get through that race um, the way that it was. Barsha's been riding great, like, to go back to that point. I think that he can get a win. I think that Jason can still get a win, especially this weekend in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Ken winning one race kind of opens the door back up for this to get spicy. Um, yeah, and I, and dude, I also even, think... No, even AP, if it gets muddy, like... Dude, he was This on was it. very, very much needed right now after... Oh God, when's it going to be Chase? And is it Eli this weekend? And is it Cooper? We need this kind of uh, mm-hmm. mix up. So, uh, did Eli just have an off night, or was there an issue? I mean, it's funny because like, I don't, the worst I don't, worst finish by far of the year. Yeah, I mean, Christian 
past him on the last lap. I don't think there was much of an issue as much as it's just he wasn't comfortable and he's not gonna really gonna push it. Yeah, uh, unless, Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, if, he, he, if he's day. not comfortable, he's not gonna he's not gonna push it. I mean, all day it just it didn't look like Eli was like the Eli showed up. And I think he's just like, you know what? Yeah, but there's days like that when he doesn't look good and then he in the main event, Eli shows up. Yeah, there, but, but he got a horrible start. Yeah, he got a horrible start, and I 14th. think he was back there, and he just, yeah, he just couldn't get going. He, he so he was fourteenth, I think, after the first turn, and then eleventh on the first lap, and then from the first lap on, he picked up three positions, four positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just this is just one of those weirdo Eli rides that we've mm-hmm. seen, right? I don't, I don't think, I don't know, man. Like it's kind of one of those things where I just have my hands up, right? Yeah. But, I mean, everyone has an off night, right? Yeah. But it's like because it's Eli, everyone's quick to say, is there something wrong? Did yeah. something break? Yeah. Is he yeah. hurt? Is he sick? Yeah. It's like, dude, he's a normal. And maybe maybe he's just rusty. Who knows? Like maybe he had some bad weather in, in Cortez because I know he wasn't here last week. Maybe he hasn't. He didn't get to ride during the week, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe he was just a bit rusty. Yeah. You know, and we haven't start. had like a rutted, rutted track like that all year. I mean, he, I don't think he's practiced on one like that all year either. I mean, I guess Oakland was pretty ruddy, but I mean, yeah, I just, I would just say that he just had an off night. Just wasn't feeling it. Didn't want to push it. Mm-hmm. The start really was important because even if you, that first straightaway that you guys jumped into, because A-Ray, it happened to you in the LCQ, like you get a bad start and then you have to do what everybody else in that rhythm does through it and then turn and then go through all those three footers and see what they're going to do. And that's the thing too. backed up, everybody doing a slower rhythm behind them. I mean, that was five seconds that those guys put it, put on him instantly. Mm -hmm. And everyone I talked to on Saturday night said that wasn't a track where you could make up huge amounts of time. Like you could string together three, four good laps and chip away, but then one shitty lap blows all that work Mm -hmm. apart. And that's what happened to Eli. And I think, too, whenever he got a bad start and he's back there with those guys, it's not like he can just jump through the pack because whenever the track is so gnarly like that mm-hmm. and it's so rutted, you don't know what the other guy is going to do, right? Like yeah. jump left, jump right. So you have to be somewhat cautious the first couple laps. And you can't really search for new lines, right? I mean, you're taking chances if you are. Yeah, yeah, you're taking chances, definitely. Is, is this the race where Anderson landed on you or is that somewhere else? No, that no, was, uh, uh, Indy. No, that was that was at a speedway. Yeah, that was Atlanta, and I, I landed on him. But no, the what happened here was Vince Freeze over those double doubles. Yeah, he like mm-hmm. lawn darted off the track, and he landed on his bike. I landed on his yeah. bike and just did a full on front flip. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I will say one thing about Tomac though. Obviously, he's racing outdoors now. That track was gnarly, rutted. Are you guys worried? Maybe at all? No, no, no. Okay. I think it was the kit. <laughs> that kid messed him up. Do we right. agree on that? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like yeah, it. No. Orange and blue is no good. Anton, did you get any pictures of the the gear that I wore on the night show? How did it look? Did it did it do me any neon? Joke? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got to put them together. Yeah. Wait, what were you? You wore neon? Oh uh, yeah, I wore the neon, neon and red. Black. Neon, black, and red. It's it's actually like one of my favorite kits. Oh neon. I've been sitting on it. I for saw a you bit. wearing the. <laughs> I like that stuff. He was wearing that at the test track. Was we, he? Yeah, Nick and I were like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. I like that stuff. I have another set. I'm going to take it to Detroit, I think. It looks like Liat stuff. Yeah. No, it uh, looks like O'Neill stuff. Okay. <laughs> well, it is O'Neill stuff. It is O'Neill stuff. Enjoy so the ride. We, did you like that yellow on the gas gas? Uh, <sighs> I I did, but then I saw a clip, a video his, on social media of Barsha walking to get on his bike. His pants are so tight. Oh, my God, dude. 
I'm glad you said that. So we're pushing the tunnel or we're pushing the stroller with Ezra and Megan down the tunnel. And Justin goes flying by on his little bird scooter. <laughs> and Megan didn't know who it was because he's just got a jacket on. And all you just see is skin tight yellow pants. And she's like, dude, who is that? Like, why is he in nut huggers <laughs> like that? And I'm like, oh, that's Barsha. And she's like, oh, the picture from last year with his just full package makes sense now. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Dude, camel tail. I think they he's almost got to cover it like on the podium. Moto memes really slipped and missed an opportunity that dog pisser photo from the heat race win how <laughs> easy would it have been to photoshop a big old bulge right there in the crotch dude, <laughs> dude. that would have been such an easy one yeah that's so tight he yeah. likes it like that though yeah i think his uh, what i hear is his waist is just insanely small mm-hmm. and so it's hard to get a ratio right like he's got a kid's child or a child sized waist yeah, I bet the man. cycling stuff too like yeah. plays into it. Like yeah. he just wants it like lycra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that material is super stretchy though. Like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Even though it's tight, so it doesn't feel tight. Talking about bulges, bulges, <laughs> yeah. bulges. It Bulge reminds me of that flag yeah for Dahmer's wall. Camel tail. I like that flag yeah. The black I saw. I almost gear. ordered us one for the office. as a key hanger with that. Yeah. You can imagine what <laughs> you're hanging the key that? on, but it's pretty sick. No, I haven't seen it. Just so you know, the black. The meme guy. guy. He's you just know. sitting like... Yeah, I've seen it. This yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a keychain of it, the silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, Dahmer has a wall-sized... Yeah, I got a couple. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's take a quick break to hear from our uh, show sponsors. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge Hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is 9 times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes or even the amazing Taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. 
A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too. So give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper, um, our Racetech Read of the Week. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years of providing factory-level suspension to the everyday rider. In addition, Racetech Engine Services provides machining services, parts, and tuning for many of the world's fastest privateers, as well as OEMs and factory teams that they just can't talk about. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed and made in the US, USA. USE? What the hell is that? USA. Mm. But, E-America. Um, E-America? Yes. Yeah. What is that? That's a shoe company or something, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so uh, last week we said we were going to give away a pair of the uh, much O'Neal, talked about O'Neill RDX two point two boots, man. the The best boots out there. Um, to be quite honest, I really you need a. They need to give you like a signature boot, right? Yeah. I, right. Well, I was texting Mark. I'm like, dude, we got to bring the red boots back. We got to bring them back. Like, there's just black and white and gray now. Yeah, black, white, and gray. Um, the red like. I don't know why they took it off. They immediately sold out every time they just, you know, it was, it was weird. I don't know. Maybe we'll bring it back. I think you should do some like multicolored ones. Yeah. Maybe I want to do something that pops. Know. Yeah. Pops like white and pink or something crazy. Mm. <laughs> anyway, 140 <laughs> comments, 140 <laughs> comments. <laughs> Dude, these people, people are, want them. People want them. That's what I'm saying. It's a hot commodity. 140. You think they're not for sale or something? You know what's funny is, is like, I think about Frank, Daddy Frank at O'Neill. Mm-hmm. I remember one time he's like, hey, I, meet me for dinner. I got to show you something. <clears throat> and so I met him at Wood Ranch down below and he showed me a couple of products and stuff. And it's like, so funny because like, he's so, he should be so isolated, right? The, the president of the company and everything. But he's pretty involved in the products and Very stuff. involved, yeah. And uh, at one point they were going to... Uh, they were going to import a neck brace. Yes. Like oh, wow. th- this was years ago when people still wore neck braces a lot. And he was showing it to me and telling me why it was good and everything. And I was just like, wow, you know, for the president of the company, you know, all the stuff about it. But he has given me the, uh, the RDX 2.2 sales pitch at Wood Ranch mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah, no, it's dude. I've been wearing the boots for, I think the past three, four years, three or four years. Mm-hmm. Like ever since uh, since twenty twenty, you got back on O'Neill. Yeah, since I got back on O'Neill, so it's twenty twenty, and I couldn't be any more happier. Mm. Okay, who's the winner? Drum roll, uh, Joe Lapore. Joe Lapore. I was going to ask Swap Moto to sponsor me for my the first only race, race right? I do. Yeah, at Hemold's MX Park in Maine for the J Day Series Masters Class. Nice. He's an old dude. He's 63-year-old yeah. racing at Honda XR 200. <laughs> so because we, we, had, we really support uh, older riders here at Swap Moto Live, no, I think. Yeah. Like myself. It's think, never yes. too late to enjoy the ride. Even if you're 69 years old, like it's never too late to enjoy the ride. A, he's going to be enjoying the ride in his brand new RDX 2.2 boots. Mm. He says he has a pair of yellow goggles and a black helmet. So maybe No, he white? wants yellow helmet. He said... Oh, I, yes, I, I don't think I need a pair of $400 boots. What did he say? He said, my XR200 only gets ridden once a year. So, yeah, he doesn't think he deserves $400 boots. But, hey. But then he said, maybe I get some yellow goggles. Yeah, or? I would really like a pair of yellow goggles. Okay, does, well, does, never mind. 
Yeah. Does Blur make yellow? I was going to say, they make yellow? Yes, they do. Well, we need to try to... Every time them. I wear the yellow, uh, fluorescent yellow, um, I think they're the B10s. B- okay, yeah. so we're going to get Joe. Probably white boots. We'll go with yeah. XR, oh, yeah, we're X- going to go with white. Yeah, XR200, yeah. I think, is white. But at white boots, and we'll try to get him some yellow goggles. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get him some lightning bolt stickers for his helmet. Ooh. It's all black helmet. Nice. Know? He's going to get go, a sponsored swap dialed, a lot. Dialed, right? <clears throat> okay, so uh, we... Didn't talk to, uh, I didn't get any permission from Daddy Frank or Uncle Mark. So Uh-oh. what I'm going to say is your other sponsor, WUSA. Nice. In addition <clears throat> to making excellent wheels and being the, the best spoke assembling wheel building team ever, uh, the product that they make exclusively that I think is really good is their tire irons because their tire irons have a big wrench on the end oh yeah, yeah. for the axle and the headset and it's narrow enough to fit underneath your bars on the headset can mm-hmm. i get a set of these i have a flat you don't top. have a set of those no i have a fl- i don't have a set of tire irons i bought a set off of amazon but they're too sharp and they pinch the tube every single time I yeah yeah no, no w ones are the Ray got a flat Ray ran his last moto last with a flat with a flat tire yeah and holes oh it's still underwear? flat front flat it's still flat is it front or rear front it's still flat you were riding supercross with a flat front it ain't the first time Jesus. <laughs> All right. So comment swatmotolife.com on the Kickstart podcast post, and we will put together a set of W tie irons for you, and we'll get a set for you as well. Heck yeah. Thank you. And oh, damn it. All your backyard graphics came today or this weekend. That's okay. I can. They're in my house. I can grab them. Okay. Are they but, in the uh, backyard? Huh? Are they in the backyard? They're not in the backyard. Uh, they should be in the backyard. <laughs> it was chance of rain, though. Mm. But um, anyhow, uh, I want to do. I want to get some new graphics for my uh, my two strokes before my dad comes and gets my Honda. I want to make. I want to do like a like a couple sick, okay, we'll couple Phillip. sick kits for that. Yeah, with the backyard graphics because right now, like my Honda, it still has all that SGB stuff on the oh. on there, and I, mm. I, I I'm tired of looking at that. Mm. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Stupid gone broke. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, WSA, you're buying a set of wheels or. What else they 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 still sell sprockets right jackets no. goggles jackets go- Go- yeah dude. W goggles uh, John but, uh, Anderson he he's an amazing dude man mm-hmm. they make some amazing products and let me tell you what I don't I don't check over my bike that often but whenever I do check my spokes <laughs> mm-hmm. they're, they're they're still tight so hey even with a flat tire hey that says something right <laughs> <laughs> hey did you still want to did your mechanic still need a torque wrench yes okay just take the one out of my box on the way home okay. But uh, yeah, so you can mention Swap Moto in the uh, when you're ordering online and the discount code Swap Moto Live, you get a discount. Um, so after I couldn't get the attention of uh, Daniel Blair on the press conference, the next morning I just texted Kenny like, "Amazing, I'm very happy for you." And he wrote back, "Thanks, dude, so stoked." Nice. But I was like, "Man, I was trying to ask you a question. I was waving my hand and everything, and I didn't get called." And he goes, "You need to stick up for yourself and and interrupt." Interrupt those dorks that ask four questions each. <laughs> so, I was laughing about that. But uh, he had some adversity, right, An- uh, Anton? Yeah. So I looked at the bike uh, next to the podium, and I was like, oh, man, there's a missing bolt on the, the right side panel, like the seat bolt. And then Souls was like, oh, yeah, look at this. And he lifted it up, 
the seat was barely on the bike. So if Ooh. you watch Ken when he gets down and he lays the bike down on the start straightaway and he's like pounding on it, you can see just the seat dangling there too. So whole other thing that we didn't see uh, on that part. And I don't know how much they showed it by the podium either. Uh, I saw a couple clips, but then all the guys with their wives up there. I thought that was really cool uh, for everybody, especially with their kids and all that too. Uh, mm-hmm. Just to see just how, what's that? It's a family sport now. Yeah, dude, totally. And like, dude, to see, I mean, the history that all three of those guys have with each other and mm-hmm. probably like talking severe shit and hating each other <laughs> at certain points in time. Um, and even just all the other history that anybody, you know, that follows us closely knows about all of that. That was really, really cool. And I think we've been wondering like if guys are going to retire really soon. And I think we still got like two or three years left in some of these dudes that we didn't think maybe two years ago would happen. Dude, yeah. that was a, uh, that was an all dad podium. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what you need. You need a kid. To... I think that's what you're missing too, Alex. <laughs> the fuck you think I ain't trying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was in the front, dude, in the front. <laughs> okay, 250 class. I thought it was boring. Yeah, I almost fell asleep. Like, um, I thought it was boring, and I almost signed out of the press conference when the 250 started because I didn't care. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It was boring. It was a super boring race. Anyone have any comments about the press conference? Oh, we were not allowed to ask about the Lawrence thrasher rivalry i mean i think they yeah made too, i think they made too much of a big deal about it on the broadcast that was you that sent the screenshot right yeah yeah I, yeah i i mean i have an opinion about it like if we're going to do this whole playoff thing and we want to be like other sports and we want to grow we're, we we need to be able to ask the hard questions yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that's my opinion we're, we were uh censored yeah i i feel like i mean we, we all we all done stuff and you got to face the music whenever you know you're asked about it. I mean, that's that's part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Chase Sexton, he crashes. He's been crashing every main event. He's still standing <laughs> in front of the cameras talking about it. Yeah, he probably doesn't want to, but he's doing his job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, they they. I think, I think even saying that makes it a bigger issue than if he would have gotten asked one question and then they just blow by it because now everybody's like, oh. If they just let the shit happen, it doesn't become a big deal. But when you call attention to it, it makes it worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, they definitely. did make a big deal about it on the broadcast. Though. Of course, but they I replayed mean, it over and over and over. But right, we're media, bro. We're our job is to report on the sport. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as much media as you guys, but I mean, I'm sitting here. You know, we're talking about the race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, shit. How good was it when I don't even know who asked Barsha? <laughs> hey, God. Uh, the Anderson text called message? you a bitch. Or the Twitter? Yeah, yeah. totally. That totally. was the best part of that press conference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I think if it was maybe the press conference at Detroit, okay, we get it. But that happened last weekend. It's not like uh, everyone was being able to interview throughout the week. Yeah, maybe press day, but that's yeah. it. Like. What's that? What's that freaking Seahawks football player that that just like sits in the in the press conference? I'm here so I don't get fined. Yeah. And then he just says, "Yeah." <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that was that Beast Mode? Is that who it is? No, no, no. It was. It was. Yeah, it was be- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lynch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, ask the let us ask questions. Let them like respond like that because I mean, like that'll that'll blow the sport up. You know, yeah. the reaction. That's that's the that's what I feel like will get like the most amount of I don't know interaction. Mm-hmm. I noticed they didn't like acknowledge each other really on the podium either. Mm-mm. Like there's no love loss there right now. Mm. Yeah. I d- I just feel like 
for for me, like, yes, we know that Hunter is probably the best. He is the best guy in the 250 class right now. But one I'm of these days, to. he's not going to get the start. Yeah. And he's going to have to ride with these guys, you know. And, and Thrasher's one of the guys that can run his pace. And I think that, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Thrasher, he said... He, I mean, he's not that guy, right? I mean, he's, you know, he's just a good old boy. But mm-hmm. I think that he remembers it, and he's not gonna, he's not gonna make it any easier on on Hunter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the things I would have liked someone to ask him was like, dude, in the heat race, everyone was kind of like, okay, Thrasher's coming, right? Mm-hmm. And it looked like Lawrence just like the Lawrence brothers. They kind of had to do this thing where they're like, uh, let's just stay two, three seconds ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's just do our race. But Hunter was like checking out. Yeah. Like, is that? Was that in his mind? Was he trying to think, hey, we'd maybe get away from Thrasher? We won't know because we couldn't ask him. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> hands tied. Hands tied. Um did you talk to either of them and how was your weekend? Yeah, I got the whole uh, 250 podium. Nice. Did you ask him about it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I didn't I mean honestly, like I don't really like Granted, we I did think cover it. Cool. We like, covered it. Happened, at Daytona, I mean, I mean, I, I, w- I if I was waveable, I wouldn't have asked a question about it. It's like it's yeah. over and done with, yeah, right? It's over yeah. and done with, yeah. That, there was so much other stuff going on that it doesn't seem like that needs to become the focal point. Like mm-hmm. through the day, like I think maybe on Friday or on Saturday morning, like to tee up drama for the night. Yeah, yeah then that's something to like have a talking point because there's nothing really happening. Like you have to to recall last week, but then build hype for tonight. Mm-hmm. But then when nothing happens between the two of them and they're really not even near each other through the heat race or the main event, I mean, who cares at that point, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but we'll see. I think for Nate, you know, through all of it, like I got to give that kid some credit for not bringing it up a bunch. Like he does not seem to care about it at all. Like, and they keep making a big being, deal about his knee too. Yeah. That too. Kid doesn't mention any of it. Like no. he's just like, yeah, I got to get faster. I just got to put myself in position. I just got to get faster. And that's, mm-hmm. That's cool that he's not trying to just always harken back to like, well, if this didn't happen to me, like other guys may. He's just a good old Tennessee boy, man. I like it. <laughs> I was bummed to see uh, Hayden crash. Yeah. Dude, we need him on the podium more. I mean, it's going to happen. They love right? that kid. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ray, what were you saying to him in the tunnel before practice? Because I caught you probably not giving that child the best advice. Are you talking about chicks? Yeah. Uh, I was, I was, I asked him, I'm like, dude, like, I was just like a, when I was your age, I was just like a fat kid getting last every weekend. And I was still like somewhat pulling chicks, right? I'm like, you got to just be swimming in it, dude. He was just laughing, dude. He was laughing. (laughs) Yeah. I, I just don't have much to say. I mean, J Mart rode great. J Mart rode great. Really he good. rode with a lot more intensity. Um, he, I whenever I was watching the main, he was struggling a little bit in the whoops. <laughs> he got a little bit better at it. Um, he was racing forward though, man. Like I think he he really needed to to make something happen because I mean he's just been getting schooled by the little kid, man. You know what I mean? Like he mm-hmm. he got passed around the outside at Daytona at a track that he was supposed to be really really good at. Um, I think that. Uh, He's been a bit stale. I think he's been a bit gun shy, um, just with you know his past energy injuries, and uh, and him taking off so much time. But I think the fire is starting to come back, and we've seen a little bit of it this weekend. Um, 
I'm bummed. I, I'm bummed. Anstey was off the box. I thought that with the way the track was, with the way it got chewed up, him being a you know MXGP yeah. guy, he was so good in that first time session too. Yeah, you know, and I just think that this would have been a track that he excelled at. But uh, but yeah, I just think that he got a bad start and got shuffled back there a little bit. Um, yeah, I I thought I thought that Anstey was going to be on the podium. I I didn't really see. Um, Jordan Smith being on the podium at, at a race like this. Uh, he mentioned that he was good at Indy usually, but I think with the way the ruts were and the the way he's ridden in the past, you know, with his mistakes, I just felt like this would have been a um, like a, a mistake-prone mm-hmm. race for him. It's mm-hmm. funny how like him and even back to Barsha, like these guys that were are kind of known for being out of control at times, they did so well. It's, right? it's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. And then some guys that you think that like would excel mm-hmm. didn't really do that. Nope. It was weird. As boring as that race was, you know, because I mean it was. And, and there was a lot going Hunter on being, in the back. There's a that's what I'm saying. Like, and Hunter's twenty two points up right now. But if you go from third to sixth, it's three points between uh Thrasher, Jordan Smith, Hayden Deegan, and Jeremy Martin. And wow. I mean, that's dudes that are gonna be on the podium and gonna go for it so mm-hmm. i mean there's some there's some excitement happening elsewhere uh, and i think like we said in the start if hunter doesn't get a start at one point in time and these guys are really going for it that's gonna make it more interesting but mm-hmm. yeah it's been a hunter show these last couple of weeks i mean yeah. even yeah. when he didn't look that even when jordan was fastest in qualifying and you're just like oh wow it might not go that easy tonight if hunter checks out yeah and i was watching the main there a little bit and bro like, um, Chris blows, he got a good start he was racy, but, uh, he got shuffled back pretty quick just to, you know, kind of where he's been finishing, but between him, Cullen Park, Vial, hell, Cody shock was in yeah. there too. Yeah. That was a fucking battle. They were going at it, bro. Yeah. I'm interested to see how blows does next week. Like with some different track conditions. Cause it has, looks like they changed well his known? bike a lot. looks like is they changed his bike to, at- Ruddy stuff like, I mean, he was good in Indy. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but he's from Arizona, right? Yeah, it's hmm. yeah, but he's been racing since Nam, yeah. bro. Like he was he's good. good at every freaking condition. <laughs> he was good in practice though too. He yeah. had a good qualifying time. Yeah, and I think that just goes with a little bit of him having some time on the bike. I mean, you know, I I think he he's you know stringing some races together, and you know he's getting to practice and test during the week. Um, it looks like they changed his bike a little bit more. Looks like they they went to a more um, Chris Blosey setup, I would say. Mm. Like it looks like he they you know raked his front end out a little bit, lowered his rear, stiffened the forks up a bit, like sort of what he likes, you know, just with his bike characteristics I've seen over the past couple of years. It looked more like a Chris Blos like spec bike. I feel mm. like I'm glad you mentioned that, A Ray, because I asked him about that in uh, Daytona for how was your weekend or news break. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, I've heard from quite a few people that your setup is very, very different than what the standard is for them. Like even when he was back on your Reeves team in 2019 in Australia, his bike setup was completely different than Freckles and Freckle couldn't ride it. He's like, I don't know how this dude does it. Um, For then Chris to be a suspension guy and then to get to work with everybody at PC and Bones and the capacity that he's still there. uh, He got to spend all of last week testing in California with the team. So. He's learning a lot. I think that he's even going to take into his own company. That's for amazing. The race tech stuff. So yeah, that's cool that you pointed out. Is he out a race tech service center? Ex- yeah, he is. He is. Nice. That's 
that's cool that you pointed out that Chris does go about it a different way and the bike's coming around because that's a very noticeable thing just for Chris. Yeah, that was just one of the things that I noticed sitting in the stands watching him, you know, circulate the track. It just looked like his bike had different characteristics. So, you know, this weekend it's it set a little bit different. And, uh, yeah, it looked like it was more tailored to what he likes. Hey, you know what we didn't talk about in the 450s is how well Adam came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he took a – was it just one race off? Two. Two, two races. races yeah. Best race of the year, too. Was it two – I told him, I was like, dude, leave Nick at the house and just have Weimer come to the races. Because <laughs> Weimer was there with him this weekend uh-huh. because Nick was at the... Uh, Freestone. Yeah, Freestone. But yeah, man, it just looked like um, from the get-go, he he had more intensity, it mm-hmm. just seemed like. It didn't seem like he was there to do the laps. It seemed like he was there to race. But it sounds like this wrist thing has been bothering him all season, though, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Best finish I just year, don't know though. what it is. What could it yeah. be unless it, it's like a... Like a bone that wouldn't heal, or it's wrist, it's not elbow, or, no, it's or if it's arthritis, or if it's a ligament, like like what is it? I, it's just a wrist. Like I, yeah. I understand that, but I, I want to know what it is. Arm, I don't know. Hey, was he wearing uh, a wrist brace? Yes, I think he had two on. Huh. He's gone back and forth. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes, whenever you have a wrist injury. It's almost worse to wear a wrist brace sometimes. Like that's why I feel it like he might be going back and forth. Yeah. Not like it, it's less restrictive, right? Or like it's more restrictive, but sometimes it's like it puts pressure on on some of the areas that are hurting, and it may make it feel worse. Hmm. That's why I don't wear wrist braces because it just it sort of makes it worse for me sometimes. Kenny's still wearing two, right? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. Do we even talk okay. about Sexton? Yeah. We did. Yeah, I mean, we talked about him a little bit. I mean, yeah, he crashed. Yeah. What uh, what's going on with Seven Deuce Deuce's hand, dude? Yeah. Bro, he hit a fucking tree. Like out of he was anger? riding. No, <laughs> no, like so he he was t- he was giving me the whole like rundown on it, right? So he's been getting some rain up there, and usually like he, he has two tracks at his house. Uh-huh. You know, if one track's good, he can ride it, and the other track's good, he can ride it. But like he said, with the rain, he's been able to combine them both mm-hmm. and ride them both. I don't know I'm talking like seven yeah, deuce deuce right now because like <laughs> because we're talking about him. I feel like I gotta talk like him, bro. You know what I'm saying? And but he what, said he he's put still riding just for fun. Then. Yeah, he's riding just for fun. And he said he he put these two tracks together, and he's like, bro, I hit this line, and then it went to shit. So I moved my line over a little bit, and I jumped it, and there's this fucking tree branch, bro. <laughs> and I just nailed that thing. My hand flies off, and I just fucking. Eat shit, <laughs> and I broke my hand, bro. Did you see the moto memes? <laughs> oh my yeah. god, dude! What? Yeah, moto but memes it is didn't good. look like his cast was like this. It looked like his hand was all like he this. looked like yeah. A well, I think he broke. I think he broke like his like fingers over here. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, dude. Like being there at the race, like <laughs> dude, he was hyping. Like I was getting hyped just listening to him. Like holy shit, he mm-hmm. was doing a good job, dude. He does a good job. Yeah, I will say there was a point when I watched the audio. Yeah. When they brought Seven Deuce Deuce and some other dude in the thing. Yeah. Did you notice they didn't shut off one of the microphones? So the, the like, entire mm-hmm. race day live was like screwed. Yeah. Like the they audio for, was horrible. For two whole sessions, they they didn't turn on the mics. They, it was only stadium volume. So you just heard the echoes of the, what they were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah between that and then uh, some reason the timing and scoring was like not working at all for the whole mm-hmm. heats. It's wow. pretty frustrating to for the oh. heat races. I think I know why for the heat races. 
Okay. You step on um, that wire. <laughs> no, uh, Devin Simonson lost his lap in qualifying. So then that resets the whole heat race order. So I think that the NBC feed was pre-built before they got that news of like, hey, the heat races have been changed. So guys that weren't even in that race were getting scored like four laps down in one of the heat races. Yeah, like Simonson was in yeah, fifth so place at one point. I was Simonson, like, what? Simonson crashed, I think, in between the finish line or something. And he like got up, but he didn't want to do another lap. And he turned right, and it was it's, for somehow it was like 47 seconds, and it put him like ninth. <laughs> and they just let it ride. They just let it ride. Yeah, so that's what happened. Okay, that makes sense then. Because I, I heard about the live timing issues for the TV. And then uh, I was like, well, maybe what happened? And then I remember that Simonson got docked like that. And then it all made sense. Because I was rewatching the race last time. Like, dude, how are these guys in fourth place? How is this guy getting told that he's in ninth when he's in like 16th? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I bet he wasn't complaining. Mm-mm. Qualified. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, what else? We uh, we raced Kawia this weekend. Uh, do you guys want to talk about the uh, MXGP? Dude, uh, Seaver. Dude, dude, what? To be completely honest, between I saw the crash obviously, and then I just watched highlights, and that's all I did. Yeah, I watched I the highlights the too. But I I didn't know if Anton had watched it or if he had any any insight on it. Seen like Geertz um, Geertz went one one, and then. Gnarly crashes everywhere. Like holy shit, these guys like. Why do they crash so bad? Like, I don't going know. Fast, They're like, going the so fast, also, bro. <clears throat> like, at what point do you decide to just jump through your bars? Like, yeah. that's the earliest bro, he, I've ever seen. Bro, like the bike was like this, and he's just like he's on the back, like just lazy boy. Like he was doing like a what's that? What's that trick called? Lazy Talk boy. Lazy, oh, lazy, boy. lazy yeah. boy. Yeah, he was doing the lazy boy, but the bike was like this, and he's just like he's still on the lip. <laughs> Still on the takeoff, <laughs> dude. I was Bro, like, oh my god, so gnarly. <laughs> oh, uh, that track looks like a video game, dude. Yeah, like, all the those jumps and unleashed. how fast they are. Um, that that track looks insane. Yeah. But it's so sick. also, if you go back and you Just, watch now, because they're doing qualifying points. So even though Fernandez wins the overall, he's not the points leader this weekend. Prado oh. still has points lead. So interesting. There. But then Yago, like Yago sweeping the whole weekend qualifying race in both motos, he's got a big points lead in the 250 class. Jeez. Second overall for Hurlings. He's coming around, eh? Mm. Yeah, because he was quiet in those first, like the first day of it. And even in the first moto, didn't seem to be all that crazy. Uh, but hey, that's a, that's a smart one. Um, just kind of lay up because, you know, Jeffrey's first race in a while. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's something up between like um, Maxim Renault and Roman Fevre because those two look like magnets on each other, just like yeah, constant yeah, bumping other, and grinding. Yeah, dude, all the time, like and in fast corners too. Mm-hmm. Um, that race looks like a lot of fun. Like the fans that come to that and just how pretty that area is. Yeah, yeah. That and track even looks when so MotoGP, sick. even when MotoGP goes to Argentina, a lot of people are really into it because bike culture is so big down there. <laughs> um, but it takes so 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 long to get to even for people in like north america to get down there so that one's a cool one did uh did was the new cali highlighted yeah, they're still trying to hide it huh what was there like well they've been racing it for the last like four or five months mm-hmm. but they're very uh if you go on any of the social media like riders or the team they're only it's like the same front fender mm-hmm. so they're only posting like head-on shots so you can't tell really yeah, but mm. it's, it looked like they did the same thing this weekend, too. Because like I talked to uh, uh, Taka, uh-huh. my, my buddy in Japan, who's on the R&D team. Yeah. And I was like, hey, new bike? He goes, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, 
if I come to the opener in Japan, you know, Narita's not racing anymore. Can you help me get to the track and stuff? And he's all, oh, mate. He's the Japanese guy that mm-hmm. lives in Australia. He's all, they're going to race in Argentina. Yeah. It'll be seen like a few weeks beforehand. So I was like, yeah, I'm not He's been, then. it's. it was a weird deal because they, they shot all the team photos with the old bike. But dude, <laughs> the next day they were posting, like photos got out of them testing the new bike. And then all these qualifying races, they've been racing the new bike. Yeah. So, so there's no photos, but in video you can see it. Yeah, and yeah. there's like some photos of just the shroud you can see, but there's still not one photo of like the bike from the side. Oh, yeah. I went to Roman Faber. If you go to Roman Faber's uh, Instagram and you go uh-huh. to his tag photos, yeah, there's a, you found a couple. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just going back to Supercross. I just wanted to say get well soon to Bubba Polly. Um, it looks like Dude, he lo- yes. what happened. He uh, he crashed and uh, lost his thumb. Lost his thumb. So it says, uh, quick update. This is Julie, um, Bubba's fiance. Uh, Bubba had a seven-hour surgery to reattach his his thumb, but were unable to save the tendon. What? He'll be spending the next few days in the trauma ICU. Bubba says it's crazy how such a small crash can go wrong in a blink of an eye. Did it go in a sprocket or something? I have no idea. I don't know. I didn't see the crash. When Um, did he even crash? Do we know? I don't know. Huh. Anton, did you know? It, it, it had to have been in the practice. It had to have been during the daytime, yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. didn't hear anything about it until Sunday morning when I woke up and I saw that photo of him in a hospital bed. And, yeah, that's a big bummer. Like, I'm, I'm gutted. You know, we've talked about it before, A-Ray. Uh, you know, he's from here. You guys have raced forever. Mm-hmm. Super good dude. The team that Very he's building dude. and everything like that. I was and, I was uh, talking with him a little bit on yeah. Friday because um, he was one. I, I still have some Kawasaki parts that he was he was trying to get off of me, and uh, and yeah, like and then I seen that post. I tried to call him actually a little bit earlier, um, didn't answer. But uh, but yeah, man, just thoughts and prayers go out to him. I mean, that sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. You know, and and you know, props to him. You know, he's he's you know, it's kind of like uh, Dustin Pipe story. For, yep, you know, for totally. him, like I mean, mm-hmm. him being a rider, you know, starting a team, and he's just so good at the business aspect of it you know what i mean he was but, really vocal in uh anton in that media scrum thing we did yes like he yeah was, he's he's very good dude like i've grown up with him we've been i mean district 18 stuff back here forever district 18 message board back in the day and all that you know him and being two dudes in a tundra with mark weishar and getting that going mm-hmm. um bubba's really put everything into this that team is great like Avery, you said you had an offer from him in i Japan. did yeah yeah it's legit dude freddie had other offers that he wanted to take for that and they got two bikes in the main event lately and you know he's been racing just to keep you know another bike on the track it's not like he's trying to make the main event he's just trying to do what he can do Mm -hmm. um loves riding has a track in his backyard he's been a coach here to a lot of kids in the st louis area really really bummed for him and i hope to talk to him soon to to figure out what's going on and how we can help him because yeah, that's that a big sucks. deal. You know, if they save the thumb, that's great. But if he can't, really so it, that, it seems like, well, so whenever they try, they seven hour surgery, which is gnarly, right? So whenever you can't save the tendon, is that whenever you, I don't know, amputate it then? Yeah. I mean, I would or maybe say it so. just, maybe it just has no movement, you mm, know, maybe because like think about TikTok. it. He, yes. The other day that like this dude like lost his thumb and they just attached one of his toes. They yeah. cut off one they of his toes. They do that to some road racers and stuff. Really? Uh, maybe he can get uh, Jesse Nelson's carbon Nelson. fiber thumb. Yeah. Huh, maybe. Still race. Yeah. Damn, that's hey, gnarly. Before, before I forget, I wanted to ask A-Ray this because I noticed it the both times we've had the red flag restarts and everybody starts uh, doing the staggered. Why do you guys not set the whole shot devices for that? Yeah. 
just because usually um, it's like you go whenever you're like you're in the front, right? Like you go right into a section. So like oh, okay. sometimes it gets unlocked whenever like the front wheel slaps down, like out of the gate or when you're braking going into the first turn. Um, but like whenever you're in the front, it's such a small like window, right? And then like you don't want to come into that section with your front wheel like all the way down on the thing. It might get a little sketchy. So like, mm. and I guess you can't really pass till you're yeah. You can't pass till you're next to to yeah. you're across that that line there. Hey, uh, are there new grades? Because I noticed they were mm-hmm. yep. doing practice. Yeah, you guys uh, did yeah. practice starts yeah. qualifying sessions. Yeah, those right? are those are the those are the new grades that they're going to be using. I don't know if it's in outdoors or next year, but. They're they're a bit smaller, uh, they're a bit more narrow, so they're so trying can't. to get away from the people who are who are you know positioning their bikes mm. in different ways to to get a, like a new line out of the out of the outside of the gate. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, last thing, Avery, did you hear what happened between Varsha and Cincerello in the tunnel? I did not know. Okay, I heard that they got kind of chippy with each other after practice, but uh, I didn't I didn't see it. Typical. Yeah, I didn't see it either. Hmm. hmm. That's the second time for them this year, too. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Are we done? Oh, uh, thoughts and prayers for Larry Reyes, too. I yes. still haven't heard an update, yeah, but I know he either. went straight to the Dome, and it wasn't good. So. Yeah, I, I heard, I've seen something on Twitter that he was up and alert, but that mm-hmm. that's sort of all all you hear, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. I saw an update in Spanish that he had surgery, but they didn't say on what. Hmm. Okay. You can read Spanish, Anton. <laughs> uh, Google the Google Translate. Google Translate. You know, yeah. Did, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I guess in closing, uh, I wanted to give props to uh, the Cahuilla Creek Motocross Track crew because mm-hmm. uh, we were supposed to race there with Salt Motor Race Series this weekend, Friday and Saturday, or Saturday and Sunday, with the main track racing Saturday, amateur track racing Sunday, but this huge storm came through Friday. You saw the video of the, the mm-hmm. water is running. It was still track. raining at my house Saturday night. <clears throat> yeah. So I would fully expected to wake up Sunday and see a post. Hey, sorry guys. <laughs> yeah. But they whipped the track both tracks into shape. We raced both tracks concurrently. It was pretty funny, you know, like as a spectator staying on top of the hill, one race starts and they go up to start straight, turn left, then they line them up, next race turns right. But uh but yeah, the track was amazing. It was good good uh good conditions. The uh amateur track with the kids the kids we had hundreds and hundreds of kids racing there was several uh 50 classes with like 30 kids it was pretty amazing so uh props to uh Kui creek motocross park for pulling together a, a good day of racing for us out there and also to aaron and the crew for running a smooth program but uh in closing remember if you want to win a set of w tire irons and uh What did I say? It's just W Tyrants, and then we're giving yeah. you a set, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Comment on uh, swatmotolive.com. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next Monday. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.